Hey, real estate agents, I have a question for you. What are you doing differently today, this summer, to effectively market yourself and make sure that you are focused in the right areas, that your target market, your target audience, your favorite client profile is actually hearing you and seeing you on a regular basis? Because one of the assumptions that I've seen a lot of real estate agents make is that, oh, that's my broker's job. But it's your business, it's your bank account, it's your success. And so ultimately, if you're, if you're you know, really busy, right? So, you, oh, I'm just so busy, I hear that a lot. Um, but if you're so busy that you can't focus on your marketing, you're gonna pay the price in September, October, and November. And people do sell their homes in November and December and January. Um, you know, there's a lot of statistics that show that December is actually the a higher percentage of people sell their homes, about 14% in 2015, sold their homes um, above uh, the November uh, listing rate, so our sale rate. And so it's important for you to continue your marketing. And if you're not setting aside in your block schedule um, or your planner that you have to spend, you know, an hour, it depends on your style, an hour a day, um, block a two-hour space or a three-hour space a couple of times a week. But you should be spending time doing emails, um, staying, you know, going out into small businesses and, you know, having your Got Real Estate Questions um, sticker uh, on your on your laptop. Um, you've got to be doing note cards, um, personalized fun note cards, things that people are going to keep. Not like, oh, where did that thing go? Here it is. Not like this. All right, that actually says embossed. It says thank you. Well, I didn't even, I thought it was blank, you know, and until I read the inside, I'm like, oh, oh, and then you kind of look at it. You want fun, artistic, um, you know, cool looking art. Um, you can buy cards on Amazon very inexpensively. And so there's no reason for you not to do it. You know, while you're watching TV, all you have to do is write, was, it was thinking of you and just wanted to say hi. That's all you have to do. So that's a really important aspect. Um, so um, hi, Kelly. Hi, Tom. All right. So today what we're going to talk about is these guys. Can you see that? So this is a home listed by Zillow. And uh, so one of the things that I wanted to share with you today is a real live case study. So um, I want to start off with uh, these are um, these folks are actually um, my next door neighbors relatives. And so it was funny because we you know, they were saying, well, what do you do for work? Good morning, Judy. And I said, well, I'm a marketing consultant, as you know, with the Fortune 1000, but I also have over 3,500 hours of real estate coaching experience. And, and I really, agents really were asking me for marketing content. And since I'm used to doing marketing for over 30 years, hey, you know, that's where I put this business together. And so they're like, oh, that's really interesting because we're selling our house. And so I kind of was tracking what was happening with them. And so here's the story. So their first traditional offer, you know, uh, of, was 
and then the buyer called back. I'm not quite sure if a realtor was involved, but I'm assuming they were. Uh, and called back and offered 380. But when uh, they accepted 380, this is interesting. Um, the the uh, the buyer or the real estate agent, uh, I don't know which, told uh, the the uh, told him or told them the market would not give them more give. He would not let the market would not let him, which I mean, I think mortgage or loan officer, uh, more than 350k. So think about that. So the first offer was 360. Then he went up to 380. Then he said, you know what? You know, it says that your house won't appraise for more than 350. So she's sitting there brokenhearted, and so they had an appraisal done, and the house appraised at 432. Think about that, $70,000 difference. So she's getting kind of frustrated. She has some, you know, health issues and she's like, okay, so the appraisals up here, all these guys are doing this, you know, I have to clean my house all the time. So she just went to Zillow and clicked the link to sell her home and was directed to an application about her house. She filled it out and returned it and was then notified from Zillow that she had a support team uh, with her during this process. And they stayed in touch with her. They sent her, she sent me the emails where they send the link. Here's what we're willing to offer you. Zillow offered her $392,000 out the door. So she doesn't even know about the fees. Now, pay attention to this because therein lies the interesting uh, problem um, because she just wanted to get rid of the house. And so um, she said the service has been excellent. They're keeping her appraised of the process. So let's assume a 10% closing cost. Say she sold it the traditional way um, and, they, and the house was listed for 332. Um, then she would have walked away with about, so she would have done realtor, she would have done open house, she would have done all the stuff that everybody does to sell their homes. And it, if you're assuming 10% closing costs, so realtor fees and all the other stuff, hey Steve, um, hi Judy, uh, then the price that Zillow paid was $436,000, $4,000 over the appraisal. So, and she didn't have to deal with open houses. She didn't have to deal with a realtor calling her or walking her through the process. They are walking her through the process. Um, and it seems like it's mostly electronic or phone call, but they just give her updates. But in general, it was seamless. Now, here's so, so there's a couple catches here that we can latch on to um, for, for marketing purposes and for getting a hold of these types of people sooner, right? Because Zillow and, you know, Open Door, as I've told you guys before, has, you know, is averaging about um, 300 to 400 listings per month. Um, and so are our friends at OfferPad. And, you know, Homey.com, I'm not sure how they're doing uh, because they're a different profile. So Homey.com is more of a discount brokerage mentality of, you know, this is going to cost you less, but it's all online. Um, versus actually buying the property, which is what OfferPad, Zillow Instant offers, um, and Open Door do. So this was interesting. So she basically um, made the exact amount of money she would have made if she had gone through the process of open houses, showing the house repeatedly. 
So that kind of story, when it gets out, is going to be um, alarming. Because the bottom line is, if I can sell my house pretty much like that and not have to deal with any of the standard traditional real estate process as far as I as a homeowner am concerned with, um, meaning open houses, keeping the house clean, you know, people calling at the last minute or a lockbox, whatever it might be, um, that's amazing. That's highly attractive. So. Let's pay attention to, um, you know, and, and this is what she actually said. You know, I just wasn't, I was so stressed out because, you know, I had to keep the house clean. Um, I had to deal with the realtor. You know, it's, it was confusing to her uh, what the process was. And then, you know, she said, then they were going to do open houses. And we just didn't know when the house was going to sell. We want to get moving. Uh, you know, we felt under pressure because we were trying, we found a home someplace else and we want to move there, but we can't because our house hasn't sold. And so this whole thing, that angst, that stress, that fear that the house won't sell, that she won't get what she wants. Remember, that's the type of, of environment that we live in now is, is that we are truly, you know, hey, I've made a decision. I want to move into Phoenix. So I'm going to sell my house and make it happen. So what's interesting is that she said the house isn't going to close until the end of July. Now she's been sitting on this, so she took the house off the market, um, and this is actually, this is what she saw. So this is her, for some reason my paper didn't feed, but this is their address. And then, of course you can't read it because it's backwards. Um, but it says here, um, you know, get a Zillow offer. So I can type in my address, get a Zillow offer, click on instant offers, fill out the form, and get an offer on my house. And then the question is, is it close to appraisal? Is it, is it going to work out? And um, so far, uh, I've heard from other people, but this case study says 100% sell it to Zillow and let their premier real estate agents handle the listing and be done with it. So if this catches on, we need to come up with some really strong marketing and some really creative ways to compete against this. Because then down here, so she, so I, I guessed at 436 um, with 10% fees. And now Zillow is valuing it as $7,000, worth $7,000 more. So 443 and 769. So there's their margin. And then, you know, let's say that the fees, you know, because they've got their own, I think they have their own loan people as well. So you think about that. I mean, is this, are you guys just, are you seeing this as well? Or, you know, is this a concern of yours? Give me some feedback um, in the comments if you would. Um, so this is very interesting. So then the question is, how can you as a real estate agent compete? with someone, this big company walking in and buying um, buying up your inventory. And of course, OfferPad and um, Opendoor are doing the same thing. So you now have three large companies buying homes and they're totally cutting out all the process. Well, they're, they're going through the standard legal process of processing a real estate transaction. But the difference is that there's not a lot of people haven't heard of that in my area. Well, you're in Seattle, Kelly. Um, 
but it, it you know I'm gonna start doing a little bit of research so Kelly I'll do some research on Seattle um, Phoenix we know it's happening um, thank you MLS <laughs> well um, you know that's an interesting point Steve uh, because uh, and and what's interesting is this is the year where they have to decide if they're going to continue allowing access to the public for MLS information. And uh, based on the article I read, and I think I read that on Inman, uh, that Inman News, that uh, it looks like they will. You know, the bottom line is, is that, get this, pay attention, the purpose of doing that in the first place was to reduce the cost of selling your home. So that the whole process would be easier, which would mean you would have to do more transactions. Now, they were also looking at leveling it out. You know, the U.S., the commissions for homes in the U.S. are two or three times higher than they are any place else in the world. In Europe, it's 1%. So the idea would be that you would then, instead of doing, you know, 10 or 12 transactions, you would have to do 24 or 30 to make the same amount of money. So um, be prepared for this. There's a lot of talk going on. And, and so the question then becomes, how do you combat against that? Hey, Jennifer, wow, don't know if Columbus, Ohio is doing this yet. So Zillow is, is, has launched this in, I'm trying to remember, they plan to launch it nationwide across 37, 37 different cities. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly, Tom. Uh, open door offer pet gobbling up 400 plus properties per month in Phoenix Metro. Yeah, it's crazy here. So um, if it hasn't happened and you're in a major area, it's about to. So let's talk about how we combat this. Um, so first of all, let's, let's think about how could you simplify the process? <laughs> Beth, <laughs> maybe time to retire. So Beth, I don't know if you've been on some of the previous sessions, but I've actually said if you don't want to put in the time and effort to really focus on marketing, which is why I led with today's question, what are you doing to keep your marketing going during the summer? Uh, what unique things are you doing, not the standard postcard once a quarter? Um, then it's possible that you might want to think about supplementing your income, your real estate income. So, um, so what's interesting, Tom, so Tom said, uh, and now Zillow, don't forget the RE investor groups buying properties to fix and rent. Exactly. So here's what's interesting. I found out later that Zillow's buyer is a very well-known investor here in Phoenix. So the buyers are hiring uh, Zillow to uh, buy the property, fix it up, so they don't have to, and they're just funding it. So this dynamic is, is um, pretty interesting. And so these guys are looking for ways to cut you out of the deal. That's my general impression. So how do we get ahead of everybody, these big companies? Because remember, what we want to emphasize is the personal interaction. What we want to emphasize is let's sit down face to face and have a conversation. Well, I can tell you that, you know, a postcard, no matter how well it's written, is, you know, that's going to say, hey, this is what's going on, now's the time to sell, is, is not going to work. It's not personal enough. 
So you've, you know, you've seen a lot of commentary from me and a workshop that I did and a webinar I did on, on Tuesday about Facebook. Facebook allows you and how you have to write to be personal. Zillow's not really advertising on Facebook. But if you advertise on Facebook and you're helpful, so you don't promote the ad about your listing, you promote an ad about get your top seven home improvement tips um, to, to, uh, to get the most out of your, your uh, home. And then they click on that and it takes them to your website. Okay, and so on your website, that's why the website has to be so personal. It has to be, you know, that some of people's websites, it's just a search engine, right? So they've got, you know, latest listings and, and here, search here. And, and it's just, I can get that from realtor.com, people. I don't need to go to your website to see a bunch of listings. So what's different about your website? Is it a generic home picture? Is it a really, you know, a luxury home or does it show a neighborhood? Does it show people having fun? Um, you've got to get out of that sterile mentality and build this rapport, but you have to do it digitally because you don't have any better way to reach the most number of people in order for you to actually be successful. So one of the things I shared today on the page was um, an update on um, a Facebook ad that I'm doing $5 a day the longer you let a Facebook ad run, the more successful it is because the algorithm is refining who to feed it to. So Tom has spent a whopping $32. Yeah, that's a three and a two. And he's had over 161 landing page views of a house that he has as a listing. 161 people said, saw three, over 3,000 people saw the ad. And then 161 read it and clicked on the link and went to that landing page. So that's fantastic. No postcard's gonna get you that kind of, of feedback. It's not only that, but it's trackable. So you know what you're getting for your money. So um, that's an exciting thing. Facebook will get in front of you, get in front, get you in front of the right people quicker. And and you, so you have to do it consistently. So Tom's ad, has been running for at least two or three weeks now. And I just keep it running at $5 a day. And and it's it continues, you know, frequency is how often a, a particular ad is fed to someone. We haven't even reached people seeing it twice yet. So Zillow is, or Zillow, uh, Facebook, another big company, Facebook is still refining and looking for the right people and still finding them within the 25 mile radius of, of Phoenix. So that's spectacular. And if you're not doing this and you still wanna be in real estate, then I you're gonna have some really big challenges because traditional marketing is going out the door, not in the same way we originally thought it would, um, but it's, it's um, with these big companies, they, they have the budget to advertise online. They have the budget to advertise on TV. So they're really getting people where they're at. Um, so yes, the Facebook ads are working. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and, and so the other interesting thing is with Facebook ads, so Tom says, uh, doing so also drives views on Realtor.com and on Zillow, because most people don't think that Realtors have a website. You'd be surprised how many people don't think you guys have websites. So what can you do about that? 
Well, that's the whole idea between, you know, behind doing Facebook posts on a regular basis and pointing to your website. So Kelly, how many times a week do you point to your website? Um, and, um, and then how many people have you, um, managed to, um, to basically get visibility from? So Kelly, you're, you have to change your mentality here. How many clients has Tom gotten and worked with off Facebook? So Facebook is not for you to get clients, guys. That's not its purpose. It's from the freezer to the oven to the table. I cannot say that enough. Facebook takes complete strangers, and you don't get married to a stranger. They're not going to immediately become your client. So there's really no way for Tom to know whether they become the client. But what they do, what you need to do, Kelly, is get the people in Seattle to know who Kelly is and to see that Kelly has information and Kelly has a website. Therefore, she probably knows what she's doing. So you're building that trust and that rapport so that they're more likely to reach out to you. So it's the freezer is taking cold traffic from your Facebook page, from your Facebook ads, moving it to warming them up with a quality website and, and quality content on your website that gets people engaged. So if you guys aren't pointing to your websites, you're losing out. That's the bottom line. But Check and make sure your website is actually a quality website. If it looks just like Realtor.com, there's no point in me going to it. So the, the other important thing is, is that there's most people, because they don't know that you have a website, because you're not promoting it, by the way, they go to Realtor.com or Zillow or Trulia or Redfin and they search. They search there. So, you know, that ultimately is part of the problem. They don't even know you exist. They don't learn anything about you. You own pointing somebody in the right direction. So Facebook is the mechanism for pointing. So Michelle, uh, Beth says, uh, I have been getting good results with Facebook Messenger ads, fewer leads, but ones who actually talk to me. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting that, you know, with Facebook Messenger ads, um, it, the jury's still out on whether that feels more like harassment. So Beth, that's great feedback. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I typically let Facebook decide where to put ads, you know, so I do an automatic placement now as opposed to editing it just to see where it's going to show um, the ad and where it's going to be most successful. So that depending on your geography um, and where you're located, of course, um, and your target markets, you know, are you, are you selling $150,000 homes? Or are you selling $400,000 homes? Um, you'll see different, uh, different types of responsiveness based on where the ad is placed. Um, Tom says, Kelly, I'm getting more people visiting my website and open houses from Facebook ads and business page. Yeah. So, um, so really it's about building awareness. You are taking cold traffic and getting them to do a, take a particular action, which is to go to a landing page, um, with a listing information or that type of thing. So, so the key here is Facebook ads for visibility, take cold traffic and push them to your website with content of value. If you're not doing those two things, Zillow is going to eat your lunch. And if, if they don't open door and offer pad will, and, um, you will start seeing a lot more of this. It, you know, what's interesting is the Seattle market is so crazy on its pricing that it might be that that's going to hold back this model because, um, they're not looking for really expensive homes. Although this one at, at, you know, they're 
putting out $400,000, uh, Zillow seems to be buying more expensive homes. Um, Open Door and OfferPad are more focused on fixer-uppers and then flipping them. So the other interesting thing about this and um, is that um, one of the things we talked about earlier, if you're more of a buyer's agent, um, you, you want to take a look at um, when this home was purchased because it's going to go back on the market pretty quickly. And so, um, you know, Tom was actually, um, exactly Tom, we need to reach, teach and build trust first and entertain too. Yes. Um, but the, the thing that you can do here is it, buyer's agents seem to be okay in all of this situation. Um, and so what's interesting is every time these guys buy a house, they have to turn around and sell it. Now Zillow's counting on their realtors to sell it. Um, but they're going to have to list it on the MLS, right? So it goes on to their Zillow page. If you as a realtor have run a report, um, a running report pretty much, you know, once a week of which homes Zillow has purchased, which homes Open Door have purchased, which ones um, that uh, OfferPad have purchased, then you know for OfferPad and Open Door, you know that it's between 30 and 45 days, that home, that address is going to be up for sale. So what you would do is you'd run a Facebook ad saying, are people looking for a home in this particular neighborhood? So, you know, it, and uh, maybe the price range. And then people respond, um, you correspond with them, and it's like, I've, I've got a house for you. Let's, you know, we can't go see it, but it's not on the market yet, but it's about to be. So you can anticipate when these homes will become available uh, because that's when Zillow and Open Door and OfferPad will be listing them. Does that make sense? Uh, thumbs up. Can everybody, does that make sense that how we're going to, because they're buying them, we now know when they're going to sell them and therefore you can attract more buyers to close deals with um, these three big companies um, as, they, as they try to um, sell those. Does that make sense? Guys, thumbs up. Any sort of feedback? Okay, so here's the next thing. One of the things that this homeowner was, thanks Tom. <laughs> um, one of the things that, that um, the homeowner case study came out with was that it just seems so complicated and difficult and it's gonna take a long time. And so I, I just wanna sell, I just wanna sell it. I don't care. So even though like, in one of the articles, there's a, the, the latest thing announced, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Amazon Key um, can be used much like Open Door, which is um, the homeowner, if they wanted to do a FISBO, right? So um, I'll finish the story and then I'll tell you what the feedback was from the real estate agents. Um, so you, the homeowner can be a FISBO and um, or a discount use a discount brokerage and for like $350 they put this lock uh, mechanism on their home and then it's keyed to um, uh, to an Amazon uh, just like open door so it's all satellite driven and that type of thing so uh, that's now out uh, for only $350 and so then a real estate agent said well who will they ask questions of and it's like well, if it's a FISBO, the, who will the buyers ask questions of? And, and the bottom line is 
that they can ask the homeowner because nobody knows the house better than the homeowner. But if the homeowner knows to, you know, list something or a discount brokerage and they're going to have an MLS listing, they're going to have something with all those details on it. So realistically, um, this unassisted real estate process is starting to gain ground. Well, we're not saying it's pervasive across the country, but it's starting. And in Phoenix, which is one of the primary markets, it's definitely up and running and functioning extremely well. So this is more of a heads up. But what's interesting is, um, so Amazon's now getting in on it, right? So these companies are huge with budgets that, you know, you can't even dream of the amount of money they have. So um, we need to be thinking about how do you build that personal rapport? That's the ultimate thing. Big company or personal rapport. So one of the things that we did for Tom is we created this infographic. Let's see if I can, yeah, you should be able to see it. And, and Tom, I don't know if you printed these off, but it'd be a really good idea if you did so that you can hand them out when, uh, when you hand out your, um, your notepads that you, you know, hand this out too. Um, or, you know, if you hire a college student and they go drop them off, then this is pretty cool. Cause what you're doing is you're simplifying the process to five easy steps. So the, you know, the first one says, um, let's talk about you. So this is about your needs. The second one is uh, marketing your home. The next one is, uh, you know, negotiating offers, closing on your home. And then the last one is moving. And so it's a nice little infographic that's very simple that allows you to create talking points and notes when you're talking with someone. Um, and, and it's a really handy piece that, that homeowners don't know what the process is. They really don't. And so by doing this so simply and by providing his contact information, um, yeah, it's down at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> I was panicking that it didn't have, a, have your contact information. But notice, you know, it's about, you know, Tom's picture here is him. It says sold and he's like, is your home next? So it's a great tool to use and to leave behind. So by leave behind, I mean at a, Kelly at a networking meeting. So you, you have a hundred women there. Um, your leave behind should be, you know, the handout should be something like this, an educational piece that helps simplify the process. Because when people look at you, they equate you with complexity right now. That's pretty much what we're hearing is that if I can sell my house and not have to put it on the market, not have to take the dogs and put them in the car with the air conditioning on when it's 110 degrees out, uh, sit outside in the heat while the people tour my home. I mean, there's just, there's just, it's, it's a hassle. And so if we can change that mentality in the homeowner's mind that we're going to make this as smooth as possible. So what I challenge you to do, because I want to keep this to 30 minutes. Um, what I challenge you to do is think about the process, right? Of how you actually market the home. So, if you're doing open houses, is that, you know, if it's an empty house, no big deal. If somebody's living in it, it becomes a big deal. So you would handle those differently, right? So they get divided into empty open house or empty houses and owner living in the house, um, you know, showing the house. How do you make it easier? So here's the thing. If, if there's a way that we can build up, um, 
clients, whether they're uh, homeowners or home buyers, so that we can manage. And that's what that's what these big guys are doing. Uh, Homey, uh, not Homey. Uh, well, actually, Homey's doing it too. Open Door, OfferPad, and Zillow. Um, have buyers waiting, right? So they they are able to create the demand and then now they're buying the supply. So by buying the supply though, they're putting you out of business for finding listings. So that's the reason why you need to get to these people before they get so frustrated that they hire Zillow. I think in general, people want to use a realtor, but because they don't know the process, because they think showing the home and having a lockbox and all of these issues, um, because it sounds like just a pain in the butt, they're not, they're gonna go straight to the instant offer. And so we need to get in there beforehand. So let me know if you have any questions about this. Um, you know, let me know right here. Do you have any questions about what you're seeing or, or what you need to do next? So bottom line is, I want you to get out and go to, um, you know, go to the the coffee shop. You know, put the, you know, and I have these stickers, so just send me an email and I'll mail one to you. Um, and then, this has got real estate questions. Um, because that allows people to, in an informal environment while they're drinking their coffee, say, so what's going on with the market? Or what do you think about this, right? But if you stay home and you don't go out and sip your coffee and have your laptop there that says got real estate questions, you, you're not going to be doing this. And even referrals will change because with referrals, um, people are still going to check your online presence. And if you don't have a motivating website that features their um, that it, it that features their uh, home. So Judy, you now are featuring your listing on your website. It's very important for you to show that to your clients and say, oh look, you know, come to go to my website and check out the featured listing. And they'll see their home there and they'll be like, oh, that's so cool. And then when they go to a cocktail party or to a barbecue, they'll say, check this out, get your phone out, you know, type this this web address in. People get excited about being the featured of anything. And yet we just sit here like mice and, you know, oh, yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Well, if you don't tell your client and show them, they're not going to get excited. They're not going to refer you. It's just like, have you ever noticed how many how many referrals or um, reviews, testimonials will say, he, you know, this person, this realtor was, you know, such a nice person and they were very helpful. They all say the same thing. But what if they were able to say they were innovative in their marketing? They used Facebook ads and they, they had, my house was featured on their website. Zillow doesn't feature any homes. Realtor.com doesn't feature any homes. So these are there. There's some intricate ways where you can rock this, but you're gonna to have to put the time, money, and effort into it. And that's why I'm here. This part of Power Words for Real Estate. I'm here as the consultant to help you, so you can hire me to help you with this stuff. Um, or if for the easier stuff like the emails, the postcards, the the um, uh, promo sheets for the listing, um, home buyer uh, information, tips, anything that you want to put out on your website, website structure is all on Power Words for Real Estate. So for $47 a month, 
you get everything if you want to click copy and paste. But the important thing here is if that sounds overwhelming, I, you know, I've got your back. I'm, I'm your marketing consultant in your pocket. So I'm going to let you go now, but think about how you're going to simplify, how you're going to communicate a simpler real estate process before someone even knows you. Okay. You, by the time they meet you uh, in a listing environment or by the time they meet you, uh, how they find out about you as a, from a home buyer's perspective, it will be too late. All right, because people have, especially the listings, will already have found um, another opportunity, okay? So thank you for your time today. Thank you for all the hearts and, and uh, love. I appreciate it. Let me know, comment here if you have questions or um, ha need suggestions on things, and that way we can keep this dialogue going, okay? All right, guys, take care. <laughs> I love all the oh, um, icons. Those are funny. <laughs> take care. Bye-bye.